in the church today, you hear a lot about the want to bring along young people into the church, the need for a new evangelization toward the young. Hmm, something strange though. When there are young people who step up, who try to engage in the faith and bring many people to them, even if they get a following, oftentimes they're cancelled because they don't fit the mold of the church that perhaps your baby boomer clergy agrees with. We're going to meet the founder of a movement called Our Warpath. And yep, that sounds militant, but guess what? They're all young Catholics. This actually was founded out of a high school, and we're going to see what they're doing and why certain liberal clergy are opposed to them. This is the John Henry Weston Show. Joseph Rigi, welcome to the program. Thank you, John, for having me on. It's an honor. Let's begin as well as do it with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Joseph, you are the founder and president of Our Warpath. Tell us about it. What is Our Warpath? So Our Warpath, again, it started with a few of my friends and I graduated from the same high school. We, we saw the need for Catholics. You know, we saw many Catholics, especially young Catholics, kind of either fall away from the faith, not practicing their faith, or they don't really know their faith. So the idea was to push Catholics on every level, give them the resources they need, but push them on the physical level, spiritual level, and uh, the mental level as well. And so our Warpath, on paper, of course, is a nonprofit, a Catholic nonprofit organization, but we're a lot more than that. Our Warpath is an intense way of life committed to forging an army of elite and uncompromising Catholics. Now, uh, that language kind of maybe to some people will sound extreme or even uninviting. However, if we take a step back, what does it really mean to be an elite Catholic? And for starters, to be Catholic is in a sense ordinary. And in a, in a sense, again, we do have an indelible mark of baptism, which sets us apart. But it's ordinary in the sense that anyone can be Catholic. In fact, that, in fact, there are millions of Catholics around the world who are Catholic or part of the Catholic Church. However, they don't practice the faith. They don't live their faith. Look at our American politicians like Nancy Pelosi and President Joe Biden. They don't live the faith. They promote things like abortion and homosexuality. So again, to be Catholic is in a sense ordinary, but to be an elite Catholic is to be a force of nature against the world. A force of nature against principalities and powers is to be a Catholic who actively strives towards sainthood. And that's exactly what Warpath is trying to do. Or Warpath is giving Catholics the resources, the foundational principles on which every great saint was made. Daily meditation, daily prayer, daily sacrifices. We give people videos to watch, you know, book reviews. We're giving them everything they need to build on that to be a great saint. And our Warpath is about fighting. The most crucial battle is the spiritual battle, because at all times, if we die, we need to be ready to meet our God when judgment comes. So the most important battle is that spiritual battle, 
but there are going to be times when God calls upon the church militant to take a stand, to take a stand and defend his Catholic church, what he's taught us to do. And I believe that that time is now when we look around, what are we seeing within our Catholic church right now? In the past few years, we've seen Catholic clergy shut down our churches because mass and sacraments aren't essential. Really? Walmart is essential, but the mass and sacraments are essential. Isn't our spiritual nourishment far more important than our physical nourishment? And again, we should always take example from the great saints that have lived before us. What do we see when the church was flourishing in the past? The Black Death came along. What happened? Catholic clergy risked their lives to bring Catholics, to bring the dying, the sacraments, to bring them holy communion in order that their soul was ready in a time of judgment. And so we're seeing these churches being shut down. We're seeing Catholic clergy bring up, you know, just a few weeks ago, a homosexual couple was brought up to give a sermon, to give a homily in the church, which goes against canon law. We see, you know, a, a few months ago, Catholics, you know, a Catholic priest was dancing within the church during the sacred liturgy to an 80s song. What is going on within our Catholic church? And so I think Catholics, I think so many Catholics are sick of what's going on and they want to do something. And so our war path is here. And that's, again, how we move into what the March for Catholics is all about. Our war path is here, ready to fight, ready to hold not only ourselves accountable for our actions, but other Catholics as well, because that's true charity. That's what Jesus Christ asks us to do. And if he asks us to do it, then we need to do it no matter the cost. So you guys are running a march. Um, where is this march? What's it about? And what do you hope to achieve? The March for Catholics is going to be held on September 29th and 30th. Uh, September 29th, the Feast of St. Michael, of course, the Warrior Angel, which is why we wanted to do it on there. He's our patron saint. But September 29th and 30th in Peoria, Illinois. And the March for Catholics, really, it's a movement. And I like to use the example to people when I'm explaining what is the March for Catholics all about. I compare it to the March for Life, in a sense, or the pro-life movement, in a sense. The, the pro-life movement started out small, but they were able to build. They were able to gather hundreds, thousands, and then hundreds of thousands, even millions of pro-lifers together to a point where they had so many people, they were able to impact legislature, impact, impact pro-life politicians, and you know overturn Roe. And so they've made such an incredible impact um, on the whole pro-life movement, and they've saved millions of unborn children. They've also saved the lives of of mothers and of fathers because they've really tried to keep the family together by telling them you cannot have an abortion. And so they've had this huge impact, and they're not even a Catholic organization. It's a secular organization. And they've been able to do all this good because people are ready to fight. They want abortion abolished. So the idea with the March for Catholics is bring Catholics together, start a movement. We might start small, but build upon that. You bring in hundreds, thousands, maybe even millions in time to come to the point where you can impact Catholic politicians to do their duty. You can impact, most importantly, Catholic bishops and Catholic priests. Do your duty. That's all we want from you. We're not telling you we want this, we want that. All we want you to do is do what Christ has taught what he has taught us to do. Give the mass, give the sacraments properly. That's all we want from you. And so if we can get to that point where we can hold, hold them accountable by putting a lot of pressure on them just to do the right thing, then we can make an incredible impact upon the Catholic world and most especially 
society as well. Because as we know, when the Catholic Church is flourishing, so is society. As soon as the Catholic Church starts to, in a sense, crumble, and again, I mean, the Catholic Church, the gates of hell will not prevail, but when it seems to be crumbling, so society starts to crumble. And that's what we're seeing today. A weak church, weak Catholic leadership have led to a crumbling of our society. Look where we are today, where, you know, five-year-olds are transgendering. I mean, this is absolute transitioning. It's absolutely crazy what's going on. So the, the purpose of the March for Catholic, Catholics, unite Catholics. Let them come together, profess their faith in a public manner, and let's hold their Catholic clergy accountable. Because if we don't step up, if Catholics like us, Catholics like those that are subscribed to LifeSite News and many more great Catholic organizations, if we don't stand up, then who's going to? Because the ramifications of Catholics being silent, Catholics remaining silent, are absolutely astronomical. They're crazy ramifications. We are not only going to lose more Catholic churches, but most unfortunately, we are going to lose Catholic souls if we don't stand up and defend the faith. Because many Catholics that are adhering to this modern idea, this soft Catholicism, which is essentially just modernism, a lot of them actually don't even know it's true Catholicism because they've been taught it wrong their whole life. So it's our duty to step up, and that's what we're hoping the March for Catholics does. Okay, so here you are, a bunch of young people um, formed a movement, are having a march. You believe in all the teachings that the church offers, and you're trying to encourage pastors to do the right thing by offering the sacraments, by being there for the faithful, by teaching the faith. So surely, even if the church were just like a corporation, you'd have the corporation head say, wow, we've got a bunch of great customers here encouraging us to do great work. Let's help them out. What was your reception in the Diocese of Peoria, Illinois, where you were going to do your march this upcoming September? How were you received by the bishop and the diocese? Yeah, so the diocese, all of a sudden, they got a little afraid. Apparently, we're too Catholic for them, uh, which is unfortunate, I guess. Uh, you know, I, I kind of like to think that we are living in such crazy times where it's controversial to even pray a rosary in public. You know, Catholic clergy get mad at you for this. But the Diocese of Peoria um, is very unwelcoming now. I mean, so first, like I was telling you, we got a call and saying, well, you know, you can't use a cathedral because we're going to have a problem with volunteers. I said, yeah, it's probably difficult maybe to get a volunteer to. So I said, no problem, easy solution. We are going to pay all your volunteers. Anyone you get, we will pay for them to stand watch at the cathedral, make sure we don't do anything crazy or whatever. I mean, we're just going to pray the rosary, but that's all. So I said, oh, okay, you know, I think that can work. So he said, you know, I'm going to get back to you. So the next call I receive is no longer that same, um, you know, man who's head of the services there. It's actually the attorney of the Diocese of Peoria works closely with the bishop she calls me up and says you know what it's actually the cathedral is actually going to be under construction at that time those exact two days and i'm thinking to myself those exact two days the cathedral is going to be under construction is this a coincidence and so uh we kind of ended the call and then i let her know you know after a few days i said you know we need to speak this is not the real reason i, I know this isn't the real reason going on so she called me up um I mean, note that she was very aggressive. I, apparently, they call her the Doberman because she just goes right at you and attacks. But uh, so she called me up and she said, you know, our warpath, this is verbatim, our warpath is in no way, shape, or form affiliated with the Catholic Church. And we're not going to host you. 
uh, you can come here, but you cannot use any Catholic church that is under the jurisdiction of the Diocese of Peoria. You cannot, under any circumstances, use the cathedral to pray the rosary. You're not allowed to do this because not only do we not agree what you believe in, which again, I believe in everything the Catholic church has always taught. I don't deny any doctrine. I'm baptized. I'm confirmed. Uh, but she also let us know that we have an association with devious clergymen, devious clergymen. And she wouldn't let me know who they were. And at the time, we only have two priests on our website that are speaking, or one priest and an archbishop. So Archbishop Vegano and Father Altman. Uh, so it was pretty brave of her to call out an archbishop for being devious. Or, I mean, she wouldn't say specifically which clergyman it was. Uh, so, yeah, the the... The receptance, we haven't really been accepted really in the Diocese Superior. However, they've proven our mission statement. This is why we're doing this. This is why Catholics need to stand up because we want to use the cathedral to pray a deck of the rosary. There shouldn't be anything wrong with that. But apparently it's extremely controversial and they can't allow it. And so no matter what, like I've been telling people, listen, no matter what happens, no matter how much the attorney tells us we cannot use any of their churches or we can't use the cathedral, we will still continue on. The March for Catholics will be happening September 29th and 30th in Peoria, Illinois, no matter what happens. More power to you, Joseph. It's awesome you. that you guys are standing for the faith. I hope myself to be there. And yes. I, I hope many of you can join us at the March for Catholics on September 29th and 30th. Any parting words for our listeners? Yeah, I would encourage people to really get involved with the March for Catholics. Again, it's more than just a local march. We're hoping this to be a movement, and we need every Catholic involved. We don't just need people involved in the sense that they're participating in the march. We want Catholics to volunteer to help. We want Catholics to volunteer on the business side of things if they'd like. If they really want to make this a movement where we can finally be rid of the, the gross things that are happening within our Catholic church, then it's time for people to get involved. So I encourage everyone to be there if they can. Again, we're going to have Father Altman speaking. We're going to have, uh, you know, Archbishop Vigano, who will be doing a video uh, for us as well, live stream for us. And we have a few other speakers as well that haven't been announced yet. But again, we are hoping that John will also be there on Thursday to give a talk. Uh, but I encourage everyone to get involved. It's, it's time for Catholics to take a stand because if we don't take a stand, no one's going to. And if we don't take a stand now, it's never going to happen. So the time is now. We need to get it done. And we need to fight the good fight. Amen to that. Joseph, thank you so much for what you're doing. And may God bless you. Thank you for having me on, John. And God bless all of you. We'll see you next time.